Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Herfcast. Uh, I've been off for a couple of months. It's been busy, uh, holidays and having a baby and all that stuff. Um, but this go around, I've got Curtis and Terry Harmon from their new show, What the Harmon. You can find that at whattheharmon.com and wherever podcasts are played. And Curtis is one third of the Bearded Idiots. Terry's their producer. Um, but the Bearded Idiots is beardedidiots.com, and you could also find them wherever you find your podcasts. Um, that's just random, random conversation. Uh, we were supposed to record with the Bearded Idiots today. Uh, they had to cancel that, so since me and Curtis had nothing going on, we decided, hey, I haven't put anything out in a couple of months, so let's just bullshit for a bit. Um, yeah, just random conversation, and... Um, my son makes an appearance uh, towards the end, and yeah, that's about it. So hopefully you enjoy. Don't forget to check out theherfcast.com, and uh, you can support me on Patreon. Uh, uh, there's links for that on my website. And also something I always forget to mention is I have a Discord server that Curtis actually set up for me because I'm lazy, um, and I never promote it. So uh, if anybody wants to just uh, bullshit in real time, uh texting and whatnot sometimes i throw up links to uh video chats just to bullshit uh, when i'm out in the garage smoking a cigar uh go ahead and join the uh discord i'll have a link for that in the uh, show notes and um yeah check that out if you want so enjoy the show thanks but even the summers are the worst and that's it's mostly humidity but like we have air conditioning down here <laughs> and we know how to use it and uh, we'll train you right so. Oh no, trust me, I, I know how to use air conditioning. That's <laughs> so, air conditioning, swamp coolers, you know what you know, what do I need? So. One of each. Yeah, yeah. Well that's I, I was in Phoenix for like six months. So I got familiar with the swamp coolers. Yeah, okay. What were so. you doing in Phoenix? I went to visit a friend of mine for a week. Oh, turned into a half a year. Yep. Fucking <laughs> yeah, so uh I was working at a Menards and uh, which is a basically the Home Depot counterpart up here in the Midwest. And um like I didn't have my license at the time. Um so I ended up getting canned right before I was supposed to go on vacation to go see my buddy um who moved out there to be with this girl that he met here who was visiting her best friend that I was dating at the time. Um, anyway, um, with those two, it was like love at first sight. He ends up moving to Arizona to be with her. And, uh, I go out to visit him for a week. I get laid off like, or I get fired, uh, like two days before my trip. So it's like, well, you know, head out, I'll go to, I'll go to Arizona and hang out for a week and, relax and I'll come back and get a job. Yeah. So like I land in Phoenix and oh, I think it was a Sunday. It was either Saturday or Sunday, but anyway, um you know, my my buddy, his girlfriend and my ex all worked at the same place. And it was this like shitty rip-off fucking travel club. All right. Uh I think it was like TSN like travel service network or some shit like that. Right. But basically you were paying like it, this is as internet booking was 
becoming the norm. Gotcha. You know, but uh, basically all it was, was it was a internet booking broker that you paid like $7,000 for this pleather binder and a sense of entitlement. Gotcha. Um, you know, preying on the old and retired and wealthy and all that shit, which at $7,000 binder would, you know, end up selling for, you know, 2,500, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with less and less perks, you know how that shit goes. Sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, like they, they, you know, the three of them go to work on Monday and come back and, uh, my buddy's like, yeah, if you want a job, like, you know, they'll, they'll hire you at this place is like, yeah, well, fuck it. I guess I live yeah. in Arizona now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up staying for six months. Uh, uh, had some, had some interesting times. I ended up getting back together with the ex for a little while. Um, went down to Nogales, Mexico for about six hours and, um, participated in some debauchery. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, then, uh, let's see, right, right about six months, uh, this place ended up going under because it was a fucking scam. Sure. And, uh, writing has been on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like, well, all right. Well, I mean, I, I had a good time. I guess I'm going to go home now. Right. So I had yeah. a very somewhat similar experience that like I, I fully intended to move, but I was trying to leave one bad situation and ended up in a, an equally bad situation is like parallel fucking worlds almost. Yeah. And with a girl in Neosho, Missouri and Neosho, no shit. Yeah. That's close to uh Joplin, isn't it? Yep, it's right next door to it. Yeah, it's like Joplin was where, like, I think her sister lived in Joplin. That was like the the next town of size was like right yeah, there. yeah, a short drive over. But yeah, it's a very similar situation. I ended up getting into some buck wild shit up there, and that I was trying to get away from in the beginning. You know what I mean? It's like I got to get the fuck out of Northeast Texas because I need to get away from this shit, and ended up in a lot of the exact same shit there. It's a very similar thing. As it's supposed to be like a, a temporary go up and hang out with this girl for a couple of weeks, and it turned into five months, six months, something like that. Yeah. But it's funny you'll, how you'll have that sometimes. Single and childless, you can just, like you said, it's like, well, I live here now. Gee, what, gee, what, what year was that? Oh, fuck. Uh, 99 or some shit like that. Oh, okay. So that, that would have been well before I was there. Um, the, the band that I was talking about earlier, the old band that I came across, mm-hmm. uh, is from Joplin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I lived out there for a few months. Like my parents lived, my parents moved down to Joplin when I was 18. Okay. I, I elected to stay home. My brother bought their house. I elected to stay home and uh, be a big boy sure. uh, and learn lessons the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, my little brother moved with him, but, uh, you know, he got into like the punk rock scene down there and shit. Uh, but this one band, they were good. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of them, but they were called Sin of the Poet. Mm. Um, but uh, I didn't ring any bells for me. No, I mean, they they they're not around anymore. They haven't been for five years or so. Uh, maybe longer. Um, but uh, for what? I forget what birthday it was. I think maybe I th- it was my 30th, maybe. I don't know. 
28th. I, anyway, I ended up paying for Sin of the Poet to come up to fucking Hammond, Indiana to play my fucking birthday party <laughs> and uh, had a good old time with that. But yeah, I, I, I came across their music last night and it's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, I, I haven't listened to this in fucking forever. But um, yeah, I was, I was in Joplin uh, 2006, I think. Yeah, I'd have been long gone by then. Shit, 2006, I was... Uh, I was still living in the Waco area, I think, in 2006. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I was still living in the Waco area then. I hadn't quite lost my trucking business and all that shit yet. I think 2008 handled that. Like it did for a lot of people, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind that area. I mean, the... You know, it's funny. Yeah, I've been all, you know, owning that trucking business and all that shit. I drove all over the fucking country and you run into a little bit of everybody. And it's like fucking people are people, right? Regardless of, you know, you live in a certain area and you probably sound a certain way because, you know, that's the dialect of the area you grew up in, right? Like if you take a dude from fucking Boston, a dude from fucking Minnesota and a guy from Texas and put them in a room, and then take some complete fucking outsider and go, okay, do these people grow up around each other? They're going to go, fuck no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if they did, that's a weird fucking house. You know what I mean? Yeah, no shit. And, you know, but it fucking towns are towns and it is what it is. It's like, it's funny how they just, regardless of where you're at, it's just, it's the same old shit. You know what I mean? It's just a different piece of dirt that you're doing it on. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody, somebody asked, uh, I, I, somebody asked on Facebook the other day, like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about moving here, you know, is it worth it? Blah, 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 blah. And my, my only response was, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. Right. Because it, it really is. I dude, I've lived all over the fucking place. I tried getting out of Northwest Indiana. Uh, my, most of my adult life. Yeah. Um, and I always ended up back here, but part of that was I had the house to fall back on, like not my house, my brother's house. Yeah. It was always like a safety net. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, like you go somewhere and you end up like maybe not getting into the same routines, but you end up seeing the same bullshit, the same, yeah. you know, it's just the same mediocrity, no matter where you live. Right. Um, you the know, is probably a little different. The weather's going to be different, but fucking yeah. life, life, man, you, you get up, you go to work. You know what I mean? You try to keep yourself fucking above water and yeah. It, unless, unless you change your mentality and your outlook, everything's going to be the same. You can move, you can move to fucking Hawaii and still be a miserable son of a bitch. Exactly. You know, we were talking about that a little bit last night with James. It was, <clears throat> he said that he said, if you're not moving forward, all you're doing is waiting to die. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that kind of hit with me a little bit because I mean, he's absolutely fucking right. Like if you're not trying to better yourself in one way or another, right. If you're, you're just sitting there watching life happen then that's all you're doing. You're just sitting there counting the fucking days until you have no more days to count. Yeah. And we talked about how you measure that as a, he said that he tells everybody all the time. He's like, I catch a little bit of shit behind it because he's like, I tell people, he was like, I'm winning at life every fucking day. I win at life. And like, well, how the fuck do you win every day? He's like, because I'm not, I'm not worse off than I was yesterday. Yeah. So if I, if I stay even and I'm an inch forward, I'm still fucking winning. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's that positive mental, you know, forward looking mindset that and, it perpetuates itself. You know, if you don't, 
if you keep that kind of a mindset, if you, if you take the little small wins and celebrate them for yourself and then move on, you know, rather than going, well, fuck, I, you know, I I'd hoped that I was at, at X, right. And I didn't get to X rather than, you know, letting perfection be what's the fucking term, Brian? Uh, Obtainable. Don't let no no don't let perfection be the enemy of good, right? In other words, <clears throat> if you if you expect to be at a certain place and you don't get to that spot, but you did move forward towards it, right? Don't beat yourself up. Exactly. Yeah. Go okay. Well, I didn't get there. I didn't. I, I, maybe I bit off more than I can chew, or whatever. But I didn't regress. Yeah. You know. So take that as a positive thing and build on it. Where some people, that's like, well, fuck, I didn't get all the way to X, so fuck all of it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Fuck it wholesale. Let me go change directions. And it's, you know, it's kind of talking about that. Like you, if you're looking for a new spot to go live, if you're, if you're hoping that just by moving from one location to the other, that your, your world's going to get better. It's not. Yeah. You know, now you might be able to remove yourself from a, a set of circumstances that helps perpetuate that. But just like me back then, I was doing a lot of fucking up and all I did was, is when I moved to this new spot I was hoping to get away from all that and like change my life, but I didn't change my life and moving locations didn't help it. That's the whole reason I moved to my parents' house was I realized I had a fucking problem. Uh, Luckily I re I re I was able to realize it myself that everybody would tell me, but Oh no, no, no. Uh, Luckily I realized for myself before it got too bad. Um, But yeah, that's, I, I moved to my parents' house uh, because it was my own personal Betty Ford and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I did better myself. Uh, and, but even though I was bettering myself, like that's, that's where the, you know, the grass is always greener comes in because, yeah. uh, you know, working a, working a warehouse job, uh, daily grind, uh, doing the same shit, like doing the same shit, but not drinking, um, you know, which is a plus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like after a while, it's just like, oh, well, I guess it's, uh, the same as it ever was. Well, it's like you said, it wasn't, um, it wasn't because you moved to your parents it was because you made a choice to change your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the actual physical relocation on the globe. Right. It was the mentality of, okay, I no longer want to be in this spot. I need to move in that direction. And to help kick that off, I need to move in with my parents or I need to quit this job or I need to get away from this relationship, whatever that thing is. You know what I mean? That was the thing, man. I was fucking unemployed and I, I never had money, but I, I somehow I always ended up with beer and cigarettes. Yeah. Um, you know, beer came before food. Um, like I went, I went a good while with having, nothing to eat except for white rice yeah and like that's that's no exaggeration like i would get scraps from my brother every once in a while like if he had some fucking extra food you know yeah um but like my brother couldn't afford to fucking feed me yeah um but yeah it was just uh i you know a bag of white rice goes uh goes a a little ways sure uh but i mean a little to no investment yeah uh (laughs) But, uh, you know, that was a, that was a time in my life. And like, I actually had a, a fucking, like it, it, it really hit home 
don't know, I think about two months ago, like I got my pension statement in the mail, mm-hmm. uh, my steelworkers pension statement to show like how much I've gotten through the years. Um, and there was a time period in there that I received, you know, I, I got money for my pension in this time frame. Yeah. You know, like 2004 to 2006. And I couldn't even fucking remember what job it was that I had. Huh. Yeah. That I gained that pension from. And like, you know, I, I was telling my brother about it uh, after I got this. It's like, you know, yeah, where did I work at this time? Right. You know? He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah, like I told him, I was like, you know, it's pretty fucking sad. Like, like I look back and like, I, that's a part of my life that I just don't have a fucking clue. Sure. You know, like it, it was, it was that bad. Like I, I couldn't even remember like w- the, the timeline of the jobs that I had. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, caught it in time and got better and here I am. So, um. Yeah, drinking beer, smoke or smoking cigars, and having yeah. babies. <laughs> yep. So speaking of that, uh, yeah, I haven't done this in a long fucking time, but it's been a busy couple of months. Uh, do have a baby girl now? She turned a month old last week, so now she's uh, what uh, a month and one week. If we go date, you said that. What's that? I'm glad you said a month and a week. Well, that's I I I could say I she was born on December second. Yeah. yeah, it's January 9th, but I don't think that's five weeks. I think that's like five weeks and three days or some shit. So, no, it's a fucking month and a week. That's uh, It's a little pet peeve of mine, and I think it's pretty common amongst a lot of people. It's like, well, how old is your baby? Oh, she's 87 weeks. It's like, fucking what? Yeah. Why are you forcing me to divide by four, motherfucker? No, man, I, I don't think it was you that I was talking about it with. It, it was on it was on a podcast, though, that we were talking about it. Oh, it was uh, uh Cigar Heads. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, podcast, right? they're out yeah, of some shit, right? Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're they're out by Houston, uh, Friendsville. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Denny and Mark, they were they were talking about uh, you know, people calling it months or you know yeah. whatever, and like they did a poll on it or some some shit, and it's like no, fuck that. Like, uh, I've never been good at math. Uh, if somebody asked me how many how many months my baby is, I'm going to tell him like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a year and a half. Right. Like if you want to know he was born on October 16th, 2015, <laughs> you figure it out. Right. But my and answer if, to if you baby, is going to be a, a year and a half. Right. If your kid is a year and four months, it's still a fucking year and a half. Yeah. Right? Don't tell me they're fucking 17 months old. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? that, but once you get past that year mark, it's like you go in halves at that point. <laughs> Right. You're a year, you're a year and a half, or you're two. That's all there is to it. Quit with this fucking yep. intermediate goddamn month counting bullshit. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, baby number two, uh, everything went well. Uh, this one went a whole hell of a lot smoother than our first one. Uh, Kenny was eight pounds, eight ounces, and Kelsey was six pounds, 11 ounces. Yeah. So, um, Kenny and Kelsey, huh? Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's she's doing good. She doesn't sleep for shit, uh, or she's she sleeps really good when we can't, you know. Right. <laughs> um, you know, normal, normal stuff. Yeah. Um, did y'all ever look into the? Me and Terry did when we had Abel 
we kind of somebody suggested whatever it's called baby wise it's like training your baby like you force it to stay up when like you're up like during your working hours and you know let them take naps and whatnot but like this letting them sleep for fucking five hours in the middle of the fucking day it's like no you you force them to stay up you play with them you interact with them do whatever make them stay awake and then when it's fucking bedtime you let them go to bed abel was like fucking six weeks old, seven weeks old, some shit like that, and was sleeping fucking nine hours through the night. Like we put his ass to bed at eight, eight o'clock at night. He'd sleep straight till fucking five, six o'clock the next morning. Never have to get him up to feed him or none of that shit. I mean, obviously he's a baby, right? And it's, you have these one-offs, but by and large, and even to this day, if we put him to bed at eight o'clock, he will not fucking roll out of his bedroom till eight, nine, ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That motherfucker will sleep, son. And it's, it's all about, you know, your baby, you control it to an extent. I just didn't know if that was something that y'all looked into or y'all just trying to roll with the punches or what? No, we're, uh, I guess, a little bit of both. Uh, we kind of roll with the punches when we don't have a choice, but, like, uh, we try to keep her up and, you know, like, it, it'll be coming to the, you know, almost bedtime and she'll be falling asleep. It's like, no, you, you know, kind of, you know, all right, well, we're going to sit you up now, you know, do everything we can to keep her awake and then, um, lay her down in her crib. But like I, I was on midnights this past week. Yeah. And, uh, that, that little girl would not sleep for Jeanette for shit. Like she, like the most she would get was like two hours at a time. Um, but I mean, she's, you know, I guess she's still eating when she wakes up. So, Uh, but she is starting to eat more now. So hopefully, uh, you know, from eating more, she'll sleep longer. Sure. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's the route that we're going here. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't have to fight the whole, you know, like shift work, like what you got. Y'all run three shifts or two? Is it two 12-hour shifts or is it three no, eights? Three eights. Okay. And it cha- it, that's the, like the worst part is it changes every week. So I'm midnights one week, days the next, afternoons after that. Um, So there's, there's no planning for shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't get my schedule for the following week until Thursday. And it it usually gets revised on Friday. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, just a, you know, regular, I mean, it's the mill that you shouldn't expect anything better, you know, um, See, my brother, he's a operator for a gas company, and his schedule's pretty set. I think they've got, for the plant that he works at, they've got four or five operators, and he works a week, and he's off a week. Works a week, and he's off a week. Yeah. He's off a week. I mean, just fucking consistent. Now, he, it's shift work, so, like, he works one week, and he's days, and he's off for a week, and then he goes on fucking nights, and then he's off for a week, and he goes on days. But motherfucker legit only works two weeks a month. Yeah. You know, and then he gets fucking six weeks of vacation on top of that. I'm like, dude, you barely work, man. Like, <laughs> like I would love to have that fucking schedule. Shit, six weeks, six weeks off. That's three months. Yeah. He's seven on seven off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has a fuck ton of vacation that comes with it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, I mean, he's worked his ass off to put himself in a position to, to, to get to there. Don't get me wrong, but it's, you know, it's deserved. But still, like, he fell into that fucking job in a way because he was working at another company, and this job came open, and he just, like, went and applied. And 
he got to talking to the guy and the guy was like, well, Hey, here's the schedule. And Brad's like, well, I don't want to lose any of my, he, Brad didn't realize at the time that it was going to be work a week off a week, work a week off a week. And he was telling the guys like, you know, the, the pay that you have, the pay scale you have is competitive. I mean, you know, it's what I kind of got going on right now. Uh, he said, but I've got where I'm at currently, I've got a lot of vacation and I don't want to lose it. And they wanted Brad bad enough. They're like, okay, well, keep your vacation. He had six weeks of vacation at his other job. So they're like, come over here. You know, most guys only get, you know, four or whatever, but we want you enough that we'll, we'll make an exception on that. And then he goes, he goes, okay, well, I'll take the job. He gets in there and they hand him out his fucking schedule. And Brad knew it was shift work, but he thought it was gonna be like what you talked about. Like, you know, maybe like four twelves or whatever. And then you're off for three and then you go days and then, four four days and whatever he thought it was gonna be like that and they're like oh no it's it's seven on seven off it's like you work 12 hour shifts for seven days and then you don't do fuck off for seven days yep that's i i like that like when i when i uh, worked for the ambulance company out here i did that for a while it was week on week off um and man i'll tell you what like halfway through that week off i was picking up shifts because i would get fucking bored yeah you know but uh if I would have known then what I knew now. <laughs> right. I was taking all yeah, that. So time. I, was, I didn't have to fuck <laughs> with that. It's like my schedule was my schedule. You know, I worked five days a week and I usually had to get up really early. When I was, back then I was working for that uniform company. And I mean, I was up at, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning at the latest heading into the, heading into the shop to get loaded out for the day. But, you know, I was home early too. Yeah. But it was it was steady. It's five days a fucking week, and that was your schedule. You just ran it, so I didn't have to worry about that whole shifting. And well, you know, like I can help you out this week because I'm on days. You know, we're kind of on the same schedule as normal. But yeah, that's got to be rough having a baby, and you know, number one, being off sync with your spouse because of you know she gets up in the day. I'm sure does her day. You know what I mean? here you are sleeping till fucking <laughs> no like it's 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 actually worked out pretty good like this is this is the first week on midnights since i've been back to work and uh it's it's worked out pretty well where i get home and then she'll go nap for a few hours yeah and then when she wakes up i i go ahead and go to sleep until i wake up for work so well average is uh, about four and a half hours uh because i just can't fucking sleep any longer than that yeah. Uh, when I'm on midnights anyway, but you know, it is what it is. Like, I mean, shit, uh, I'm still awake now. Uh, you know, I got off at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm still awake now. It's two o'clock. Um, you gotta go to work tonight though. No, I'm off tonight. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Otherwise all this would have been fully canceled <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah. So, uh, like I, I was actually supposed to record with the bearded idiots today, uh, but something came up and they weren't able to record. So right. me and me and Curtis had nothing going on. So we said, fuck it. I haven't done shit for my show in like two months. So uh, we'll just sit here and bullshit and I could put something out, say hello to everybody. Uh, you know, sorry for not putting anything out. But like I said, it's been uh, it's been a busy couple of months. We had, you know, Thanksgiving baby christmas new year shit show uh and here we are yeah so fresh off the heels of a capital raid yeah uh which yeah there's that 
<laughs> but uh, you know, I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, 2020 being what 2020 was, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. It's 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 December 39th now. It is exactly that. I'm, I'm sorry, December right. December 40th. Right. We're 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 at 13 one 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, so today I'm smoking uh, an Agonorsa leaf signature series uh, with the uh, with the gold foil. I can't remember if that's got a special name to it or not. And I'm drinking a local beer, which I threw the bottle earlier. Way to go, Brian! And I I didn't make it into the can, but it didn't shatter. But it's a uh, the brewery by me is New Oberfalls. And it's their uh, Russian Imperial Stout. I love an Imperial Stout. Uh, man, it's it's that season, but I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna it really be, is. I'm gonna be going back on a diet here soon. Um, I just joined another fucking weight loss challenge, in one of the cigar groups I'm in on Facebook. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I figure you know what today I'm gonna fucking drink beer. And. Uh, I got to start the diet by the fifteenth, so it's like, all right, I got I got a lot of beer I could go through before then, right? You know, get get the weight up so I can lose more. Pump those numbers up. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he'll listen to this or not, or anybody in the group will. But uh, John Bessel, uh, Basil Bessel, uh, he's the one that's organizing it, but it's in the Cigar Syndicate group. Um, which this ashtray here is made by John. Oh, is that the one that's got the Lichtenberg or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those um, are good. But uh, I he's actually uh, taking orders now for new ones, so I just put in my order for a third, um, because I fucking love these things. But um, yeah, he makes really nice <laughs> shit. Um, but, uh, where the fuck was I going with that? I don't know, but, um, you were just talking about that. You're what you're telling everybody what you're smoking and drinking today. Oh uh, yeah. You're on a rabbit trail. Yeah. But after, after the Russian Imperial, I got some stuff from the other local brewery. That's about four blocks past this one. Uh, wild Rose. I got some mad cow on deck for that and that's a coconut aged milk stout yeah i need to go hit up our fucking liquor store and pick me out some good beers because i don't know david knight i don't know if you've ever talked to david on here but you know him from you know the bearded idiots he's one of our patrons over there and pretty active on the discord yeah he's in, yeah. he's in my discord too yeah that's right which i don't think i've ever mentioned the discord on my show at all <laughs> um but yeah so i i got a discord channel so if anybody's interested in that let me know right i guess i should probably figure out how to link that to the web web page i can figure uh, i can get you your yeah. direct link for you. <laughs> get over there to you uh but he came by and got your which that's what i'm smoking with you right now and we were coming in here earlier and i went and grabbed the cigar and terry's like you're gonna smoke a cigar I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the fucking Herfcast. What the fuck else? <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Uh, but you're what? How do you say this? Is it Arturo Fuente? Yeah, special. 
the ones you handed out for the birth of your little girl. Yeah, the it's a girls. Yeah, he came over to to pick up his that you sent down for him. And when he stopped by, he brought me like a fucking. He was doing very something very similar to what you were just saying. I think he was he was telling me that he was heading towards going on another diet, and he had like four or five of these beers sitting at his house that he knew were too heavy to be trying to fuck with while he was on his diet. He's like, here, I figured, you know, you, you can have these. And I sat there trying to put together Terry and I's podcast and I started drinking them. And God mighty, they were fucking good. Like every one of them was a fucking banger. Like there was no losers in the whole group. I was like, fuck, I miss sitting around drinking good, good quality beer. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause there's, like this past summer when we got the boat and all we did a i drank a lot of like i like bud light limes that they're just a really good summertime you're out fuck around on the boat they're easy drinkers you know they're kind of refreshing so i had a bunch of that kind of shit this summer and when i was sitting there drinking those beers the other day i was like fuck yes i remember the days of you know really enjoying a beer for the for the purpose of enjoying it not for the purpose of fucking getting drunk yeah you know so I need to go hit up somewhere and peel me out a nice selection. I told David, I said, you're going to have to go, just go beer shopping for me from now on. Oh, you brought fucking four. Dude, turn, turn it into a bro date. <laughs> fucking, let's go fucking beer shopping and uh, stop at a cigar lounge. Um, that's uh, There's one here in town. We have a, it's called Tobacco Junction. I think they have a cigar lounge in the back. That's like the go-to cigar place here and where we live. Yeah. They got a pretty decent humidor in there. And I think oh, they're uh, in the back, but you got to like pay a fucking membership fee or some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, usually, usually play. Well, I don't know what it's like in Texas uh, for, for, well, I guess I should say in, in long view. Um, but I mean, most lounges, like if there's a membership, like you could still use the lounge, uh, but I mean, if they have a membership, it's just extra perks. Uh, but I mean, if it's a, if it's a small place and they don't have the room for everybody to just be chilling, then I get it. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's kind of what it is. But and I think like if you're, if I'm not mistaken, there was a time where me and, and Aaron and a buddy of ours, Damon kind of started getting into cigars a little bit and I didn't, I didn't take to it quite as quickly as I did to like craft beers and, you know, now the whiskey, but. I feel like there was a time where like you could go back in the lounge. Like if you wanted to try out, if you want to like sample a bunch of like their pipe tobacco. Yeah. You could just breeze back there and, and try a bunch of that shit out. But it wasn't like a just fucking walk in and go back there and have a cigar. I, I feel like there was a fee associated to it. Um, but yeah, my, my buddy, that's actually the one that was supposed to stop by possibly, uh, that's me. Me and him are trying to put together our bro date, where uh, uh, we both go get snipped, and then go shoot guns, and then go to a brewery. All right, uh, <laughs> that's a hell of a date right there. Yeah, in reverse. <laughs> right, Terry says she do that in, in reverse. Yeah, like start with the start with the guns or dinner or whatever, and then guns, and then the snip. Right. Well, that's. I mean, if you. If you get, I, I I don't think it's uh, very well advised to have uh, any amount of alcohol in your system when you're gonna have anything uh, that's gonna bleed. Yeah, you're right. That is true. 
which uh, e- even after the fact, you probably shouldn't. But I mean, <laughs> we, we could stop and have a beer. God damn it. Right. <laughs> I mean, bleed, bleeding out through uh, through your testicles probably isn't going to be the most fun thing. So no. not, not going to go crazy with that. No. But, yeah, there's not a whole lot of people that wake up and says, you know what? Here's how I want to die today. Yeah. I'm going to bleed to death through my ball sack, please. I, I could definitely think of think of better ways to go. <laughs> Maybe. I guess it depends on, you know, what level you hold your ball sack at. Right. Yeah, David's actually supposed to come over here and do our podcast with us at some point and talk to him about, a, you know, he grew up just a regular fucking person and then he turned vegan for a while and now he's back to eating meat. That, you know? That's and, and going fucking hard in the paint with it, too. Yeah, like just come full, out of full on briskets and just <laughs> everything like just, ah, oh. but he, yeah. got a, he got a sweet fucking grill, didn't he? Yeah, he got like a Traeger or something. What Was it a Traeger? It's something like that. I mean, he didn't. No, 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 no. I, I think it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a more, it's a more, uh, uh, it's a more top of the line than Traeger. It it was like some super, super special, like steak grill. Oh, wow. I, I can't, but I mean, it, it looks like a, almost like a, if I remember right from when he was posting about it in the discord, it was like a almost like a rectangular silver Weber. But okay. Something about it. It's like competition grade something or other. Yeah. Um, well, like you said, he went from, I don't know. See, I think there's a difference. I, I know there's a difference between a vegan and a vegetarian. Vegetarians, they eat a plant-based diet, but they'll wear a leather belt. Where like vegans are like, fuck you. I want nothing to do that has to be with animals at all. Yeah. Right? Vegan, vegan won't do cheese, eggs. Anything, right. uh, line. anything yeah. that exploits animals yeah. for our comfort or gain. Right. Un- unless it's using fossil fuels to power their car. Exactly. Correct. <laughs> fucking, you know, that's fake dinosaurs aren't real. Brian, come oh, on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, I- I'm getting into that with Kelly next week. Not this week. Right. <laughs> a, little, a little teaser for y'all going forward. Uh, yeah. He, he um, like you said, he went, it was a fucking about face. From I don't eat meat, everything is either soy this or fucking plant-based that, to a full-on fucking about face of, fuck it, I'm investing cash into my meat eating. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't, he's still a little bit, I don't know, man, David's like a, he's a unique cat. You know, he's like, fuck it, I'm going, I'm fucking two feet in. I yeah. very much like his wit. Yeah. Yeah. Like David, he's a good dude. Well, that's uh. You know, we, we mentioned a discord earlier. Um, he's one that, uh, like I post the link in the discord for, you know, just sit here and fucking bullshit on the zoom and Otis, yeah. Otis usually joins me from uh what up though. And, uh, it's like, you know, trying to get like David Knight on there, but, uh, you know, the timing never works out. Uh, but yeah. I, I finally asked him like, Hey, what time frame is, is good for you so that you could hop on one of these one time. Um, but yeah, so that's another thing I do in the Discord is I randomly throw up a Zoom link if I'm going to be out here smoking a cigar. Yeah, um, I've missed every fucking me and me and Aaron was talking about the other day. It's like, man, we kind of feel like assholes because like legit every time you throw one up, it's like, fuck, I'm literally walking out the door to go do something. Yeah, you know what I mean. It seemed weird because I've never been in one of those. I'd like to fucking have time to jump in one, but every single time you throw one up, it's like, well, god damn it, if I'd have known about this 30 minutes ago, I wouldn't have made this. Other that's plan. the thing I don't know about it 30 minutes ago. <laughs> 
Right. It's like, you know, ah, well, uh, everybody's sleeping. I guess I'll go smoke a cigar. And uh-huh. it's uh, too late for my normal uh, group with uh, my cigar geek buddies. Um, and uh, fuck, Otis is always up. <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mo- most of the time, it's just me and Otis. Um, I think one time I, I threw one up because I, I posted in the Facebook groups too, like, because I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll put the link up in like four different cigar groups on Facebook plus the Discord and whatnot and um just see who shows up. Yeah. And I think one time I actually managed to get uh let's see. I had so we had Otis from Detroit Cigar Club. I had like three guys from the Minnesota Herf Connection, the MHC. And then I had like three guys from my cigar geeks group. Uh, so I managed to like bring three different groups together and uh, it worked like worked out well. Everybody got along. Everybody. Uh, it was nice. Cause like the, my, my cigar geeks group, like it's pretty, pretty tight knit where it's usually the same guys all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know a few of us usually uh, will will branch out to and, and join other, other chats. Uh, I mean, our our cigar geeks group, like we've been we've been doing the fucking Google Hangouts and shit uh, for. I mean, it's got to be close to ten years now. Wow. So. Yeah, it's cool, man. That you not not to sound like Mister Hipster, like oh, I've been doing this since before coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I was into social distancing before social distancing was a thing. Yeah. But uh, it's fun, man. I I, I just like talking to random people and. It's it's fun because like when when people from like the MHC come on, it's like people I've never talked to before. Yeah. I I might have commented on a post of theirs, you know. I, I you know, but it's always fun just talking to random people. So yeah, agreed. It's cool that there's a, you know, it's it's a it's a hell of a thing the time that we live in, you know, because you know you're old enough to remember a day like you know, pre-internet, right? Oh yeah. Uh, the closest you got to out, got to hanging out with motherfuckers that like weren't in your neighborhood slash school that you went to was if you ended up taking a school trip somewhere and there was multiple schools coming to a singular thing. Right. And then you got to meet some people outside of your fucking, your little purview. And then but maybe you got a pen pal. Yeah. Some <laughs> weird ass shit like that. You know, <laughs> was probably in prison. <laughs> But, you know, it's cool just to be able to have a community that's built strictly through a singular interest. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Everybody can come and have that common ground. Plus, it's kind of cool that you can just throw those up and not have the, you know, the pre- the pressure of trying to record it and make it into a publishable thing. Yeah. It makes and it a little bit more laid back. And it, that's happened before, too, where just throw the link out there and, uh, you know, end up recording a show. Like, um, you know, like one, one night, I think it was, uh, four different podcasts and, um, it's like, fuck, we might as well record. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was, uh, that was the episode with, was it, it was Otis, uh, big Haas from voice from the underground. And was it you? Yeah, it was, it was you, yeah, uh, it was- Houston that night. Yeah. Uh, so that's 
bearded idiots voice me underground what up doe with the herf cast um and i guess now we could include uh what the Harmon. uh because yeah. at, at that time uh you, you did have some episodes recorded but that is a brand new show brought to you by curtis and terry Harmon. it's called what the Harmon. they've currently got five episodes out uh one of them includes me so yeah it does <laughs> absolutely so. yeah we're having fun with it i, I like it you know with with, with tbi I'm, I don't want to say we've trapped ourselves. It's so regimented. There, there's some regiment opinion. to it. Um, what, now, what do you mean by regiment? Like we, you can't, we struggle to take a vacation, right? Like Aaron is supposed to be on vacation this week, right? Well, that screwed up because next week we were supposed to record to stay on our schedule. So then we had to like completely replan this weekend so that we could record one. And it's just, it, it's a pain in the ass, quite frankly, when you set these specific, this is how this is going to post and this is when, and it will be every week from now until the end of time. Yeah. You just, you hamstring yourself and it, it's so regimented that to me, it loses a little bit of the fun. You know, you know what guys, you know what? Nobody's going to give a fuck if you take a week off. Right. Nobody's going to give a fuck if, if you, if you, uh, don't follow the regiment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm glad that I never got into, I, I did get into that for like a few weeks. Uh, when I was starting off, it's like, all right, I got to do a show every week. Mm -hmm. And I realized, man, it's kind of hard to get people in studio every week yeah for you or you and you and whoever you happen to have on as a guest right yeah because i dude trust i that was that was when i, I said fuck it like one week i didn't have a guest is like all right well i'll see if i could just sit here and bullshit and rant like a monday morning podcast yeah like yeah. go you know go full on bill burr and <laughs> fuck, no i could not do that for shit i think and, i could uh, do that if i sat around and got about half shit faced yeah and then just sat down and started talking to my damn self. I could With, do that pretty without easy. a doubt. Yeah, um, it, you get a little liquor in you. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know that. That's when I was like, you know what? Like, I, I'm gonna do this when I can. Like, I mean, yeah. like, it, you know, as mentioned a couple of times already, it's been a couple of months since I put something out, and like, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I. I, I hope nobody that listens is mad at it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure everyone would understand. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't plan on making any money off of this. Like I got, I got a couple people in the Patreon, which is awesome. Fucking. I, I can't tell them enough how much it's uh, appreciated. Um, but like, this is it strictly a hobby and, yeah. You know, I'm not going to stress myself out and turn it into something that I don't want it to be. So, right. Yeah. And the, with TBI, I mean, we just put out, well, let's shit. Let's think. I mean, we're about to turn three years of doing this shit and every fucking week. And early on, it was like, okay, we need to pump out a fucking episode a week because that's what all the experts say. If like, if you want to build a, at least a base of listeners, you got to pump out content and not leave them hanging for a fucking months on end and blah, blah, blah. And now it's almost like this thing of like, well, we haven't fucking missed a week in damn near three years. So why fucking miss one now? You know what yeah. I mean? 
but it is getting to the point to where it's what we decided with doing the, you know, what the Harmon was, we're going to do it when it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not going to be, we're going to publish every fucking week. If something pops up and we want to fucking have a conversation or we want to do a damn thing, we're going to do the damn thing, but it's not going to be a, as regimented or scheduled as TBI is. Yeah. And I had a feeling that after this, because this will be actually our first week where we're not going to be actually recording a full on podcast. And that might just break the ice to where maybe we can relax a little bit on it. Uh, I mean, do you, uh, I think, I think Terry's, I think me and Terry have talked about it before where I, Terry, you pay attention to the analytics, like hardcore, don't you? Um, or, are, or are you the complete I, opposite? I can't remember which side of the fence you were on. No, I, I pay attention to the analytics. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm as hardcore as I was the last time we talked about it. I kind of backed off of that when I made a couple of realizations, but um, I wouldn't, I, I would not classify myself as hardcore, but I do still pay attention. Yes. Um, that's, I, I don't pay attention to it really at all. Like every once in a while I'll randomly check, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you still pay attention to the analytics on a regular basis, I mean, you'll be able to see if there's any effect right. if you guys take a week off or, you know, whatever. Right. The, I think the big thing is, is that because we've been so regimented up to this point and I say, we, I really mean them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of riding the coattails of it and, and just uh, do some of the busy work, I guess that I am best suited for. Right. So I want to, I want to clarify that, but I think, my biggest concern is we they have been so regimented to this point. And then if there is no adverse effects of taking a week off, my concern would then be um, maintaining the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sanity. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> just Just <laughs> maintaining the willpower to not make it a all the time thing. Right. Like, oh, well, you know, we didn't lose any listeners when we took a week off here. How about we just take a week off every month? No, see, I mean, that's that's I mean, you, you obviously have to have some some discipline there and don't make it a regular issue. But, uh, you know, yeah, definitely allow yourself some leeway. Yeah. You know, um, well, and I'm I'm personally in my listening uh repertoire <laughs> most of the podcasts i listen to actually take months off like they it's almost like a season break right like they'll have a season and then they won't have anything for one or two months and then they start the next season and i i'm well aware that during those two months off they're doing prep for the next season um but I'm very used to having downtime. And I mean, it's just like TV shows, right? Like you watch a TV series on TV, it, it's going to end. And then you have a yeah, break and, then and I think then that's a, it picks back up. Yeah. But, but at the same time, everybody's used to fucking binging everything. And then you have to wait for what, eight months for the fucking show to pick back up. Right. You right. know, um, no. And it's, I, I kind of have the same opinion as far as like, 
you know, having a long show, a lot of people like to stick to, uh, like strictly to an hour. Like we, we have to stop at an hour, um, which, Hey, if that's what you want, fine. But I mean, uh, uh, my show, a lot of the times it's two hours plus. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten some criticism about that, uh, about, you know, Oh man, your shows are, uh, too long. Do people actually listen to, it's like my, my opinion on it is, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are really long and you know what I get out of the car and I either pick it back up with my headphones or, uh, I could go all day long. And then when I get back in the car, it's going to pick up where it left off. Right. You know, uh, that's, everybody knows where the pause button is, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to pick it back up later. So, right. And, and you know, that's like an audio book. Exactly. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah, I look at it the same way, um, and a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I listen to is very um, well. I, I listen to like true crime done drama style, you know. So it's like a TV show going on in my head um, without the picture. But it, you know, it it very much is like that. Like you you have a book. If you have to do something else, you're going to put the book down. Yeah. Right. So you're going to come back to it. Right. I don't understand why if it's a four hour, you don't have to stop your life for four hours to listen to a four hour podcast. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I've, I've thought about it as well and I haven't really discussed it with the other guys. I'm, you know, we record every other week <clears throat> just because, you know, we like to have a fucking our weekends. Right. And it helps yeah. with like this, with uh, Aaron needing to take a vacation. Right. It frees some of those things up to have opportunities you know we record two episodes back to back right so we record one that gets released just a couple of days later and then we record a second one that gets released the next week to cover that gap and it's you know we're doing two two and a half hours worth of fucking content right every fucking time we get in the room i'm starting to wonder if it isn't something that would be beneficial and you know i'm willing to talk to you about this because fuck you're one of our patrons you know what i mean fuck a top patron so Yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think like guys like you or, you know, fucking David Knight and, you know, Mark Czar, like the, the people that actually, particularly the people that participate in the discord with us that, you know, actually interact with us. We have a lot of listeners that I don't know who the fuck they are because they don't talk to us on Instagram. They don't interact in any other way other than just listen to the damn thing, which is fine. You know what I mean? It's not like I reach out and talk to and are on the discords of every fucking podcast that I listen to. So I get it. Uh, But I don't know that it would be that big of a fucking deal for us to just, if we're going to record every other week, just come in there. I think I lost you. But now two episodes a month. Uh Sorry. Sorry. I I lost you for a second there. Um, Okay. Yeah. Uh, what I was getting at is like, you know, just the ability to come in and just record that two hour session, two and a half hour session, whatever it is, and make it a episode, put out two episodes a month. You know what I mean? First and the 15th or whatever the fuck it is, or whatever we record, record, go home, stitch it together and drop the motherfucker, you know, and if people want to take it in at an hour at a time, then fucking take it in at an hour at a time. No, dude. I mean, play it by ear. I mean, if you guys are having a fucking awesome conversation, that's fucking 
entertaining and it's it's going two hours then fuck it uh you know do do that all right hey you know what this one ran two and a half hours so we're gonna take next week off right you know uh something like that uh but i mean chip mention it mention it the at the front of the show like take a poll like hey look i want your feedback uh send us an email and let us know how you feel about this Right, you know, if there's if one, if, the, if there's one an time every week that's mediocre, or two really good fucking episodes a month. Yeah, if there's one time <laughs> that you're gonna reach out and tell us anything, like just participate in this poll. Yeah, this is the time. This is the one yeah. where yes, we actually need you to fucking participate. Because yes, believe it or not, we give a shit about your preferences. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, because that is true. There's there's times where you know, in the in the room as the producer. I can see the listen the to Miss melding and you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're gelling really good together. And you know, Aaron's got both of them cracking, Kelly's cracking, you know, and it's really good. And then it's all of a sudden somebody looks at the the counter and it's an hour and five minutes. And then all of a sudden that just Fuck it, we're out. Nose, yeah. yeah. It, it's a nosedive. And it's like, man, you guys had such good chemistry going right then. And then it's hard to pick it up because now you got to review another whiskey and we got to go through and read the notes and we got to pop the bottle and sniff and right. gargle and all the shit that you do. <laughs> it, it, it kills that. I swear to God, Brian, sometimes I feel like that's what they're doing. It's a yeah. little there. Yeah. They're very much whiskey snobs during but this, their- but it, but that if that's how the tasting is supposed to be done properly, yeah, well, you can't knock that. Turn no. the bottle up and move like on. I said, it's a little pretentious, but yeah. I mean, legit uh an honest way of tasting something for especially for the first time you know what i mean like once you taste it and you know what it's about it's like this fucking four roses that i'm drinking over here i know what it is and i don't have to articulate what it is to somebody else who may or may not be interested in buying that bottle yeah right? and i feel like that's one of the things that like we don't provide a lot to our listeners you know what i mean it's fucking <laughs> three dudes sitting in a goddamn room talking shit you know for an hour or so but I feel like at the front of it, there, there's some value in it there. It's like if you're into whiskey, you can get three varying opinions. Sometimes we're in lockstep. A lot of sometimes we're not. But if you were at the liquor store and you walked past that bottle and was like, mm, the label's a little weird or, you know, the, maybe the price point's too high. Maybe too we low. Pro- right, or too low, yeah. You know, maybe we provide a – a service in that way to our listeners that go, well, fuck, I would have never bought a goddamn bottle of benchmark because it was $17 for a fucking fifth. And it looks like knockoff Jack Daniels, <laughs> right? Exactly. $9. Yeah. $9. And it ain't a bad fucking whiskey, man. It's no, it's not bourbon that like, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Like I, I never heard of it before you guys and you guys talking about it being your daily drinker. I still never even looked for it. Right. And then, you messaged me about finding some in Indiana because they had the other, the other, uh, runs of it. Yeah. And I went to the liquor store and looked, it's like, well, well, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff for $8 that would get you drunk. Right. But you're probably not going to enjoy it. That benchmark I, I would, I would take, a- I would take this benchmark at $9 a bottle in Indiana. Anyway, I would take this benchmark eight over most $25 bottles. Right. And a lot of that $25 is going towards the fact that they fancy up the label and they're they, trying to generate, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a desire just for the price point. 
You know oh, what I mean? Following. Yeah, well, it's like you go in there like, oh, fuck, man, it's $25 for a fucking fifth. I mean, it's got to be good, right? They're not going to sell it for that if it's not good. And that influences the way you taste it, right? Because who wants to go buy, like, I just bought a fucking $200 bottle of whiskey out of the lottery, and I'm 100% certain that when I drink it, it's going to be fucking delicious. Yeah. Number one, because of what it is, but number two, it's because I paid fucking $200 for a bottle. Yeah, but I thought you guys it, it fucking better be. Yeah. Well, I, I thought you determined that that wasn't always necessarily an accurate assumption in that just because the price of the bottle is higher, that the whiskey is going to be good, right? Like, didn't y'all with the whole Pappy Van Winkle and all the woo woo that surrounds it? Didn't right. You and that's, determine what, that's, that, that's exactly what I'm that's, driving. That is. That, that's one thing that I'll, I'll bring up uh, while I'm thinking about it. So I don't forget. Uh, do you do you know off the top of your head? what episode numbers that run is oh for the buffalo the, the buffalo trace run like can, it's like i can go pull up the spreadsheet yeah it's like episode 30 through 50 or some shit like that uh, i have a spreadsheet yeah, that's, of everything I mean, they've ever tried if if anybody wants to hear some uh honest reviews of the entire but well almost entire buffalo trace run uh I mean, you're gonna put some hours in, but uh, the yeah. bearded idiots went through what was it, 26, 26, I believe, yeah, 26 uh, different Buffalo Trace whiskeys. Everything from that's where we fell in love with, or that I fell in love with, Benchmark Eight was we ran it with price point, right? <laughs> what is the cheapest offering Buffalo Trace has? Benchmark Eight. Yeah, really here in it, where we live, it's around $18 for a fucking half gallon. So that was the cheapest one. And then we just kind of stacked them from there all the way up to the Pappy, which was the, you know, the most expensive. Okay. And fucking Buffalo Trace. Or, I mean, uh, Benchmark 8 carried its fucking own all the way to the end, man. Yeah. So you're going to have to tell me what that started out with. Benchmark 8. Okay. So it started with Benchmark 8. I believe so. So yeah. that's episode 25. And then it ended with Pappy Van Winkle Special Reserve 12-Year Kentucky Straight Bourbon. I think that's correct, yes. That would be episode 44. So from 25 to 44 is the Buffalo Trace run. Yeah. All right. A few specials after that where we we took like, I think we took the, the first five that we did. You guys did the blind five. reviews. Yeah, yeah, blind taste of those. Whichever one had the highest score of that moved on and we ended up down at a Matter of fact, to be completely honest with you, the winning episode where we did the final and actually determined which one won, it never got posted. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's still sitting on my fucking computer. Yeah. But uh and, and and even with that being said, like if if you if you just want to hear about like a couple of particular uh labels from the brand, then um you know uh, just pick and choose what you want to listen to, and you just might find that you enjoy these assholes. I can leak the winner. Yeah, go ahead. Hancock's, right? Nope. The number one was Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. That's right. Hancock's was number two. Yeah, Hancock's was number two. That's probably still my favorite bourbon as of right now, and I got a bottle of it in my closet. It's the only closet <laughs> whiskey I got. It's kind of hard to come across, and... It's not like it's allocated or anything. It just, there's not a lot of it on the shelf and they don't usually gouge it at retail either. It's a reasonably priced bottle. You just can't fucking find them anywhere. 
and I come across two and I bought them and drank one. And then I got another one sitting in the closet that I'm going to hang on to for a little while. But that's what I was driving at was, is, you know, you got happy, which is the, I mean, it's, it, they're all run through the same fucking plant. You know what I mean? Benchmark a, mark a, mark a, mark a, mark a, mark a. Okay. So you got stuck in a loop where like, it was like straight up remix where it was, uh, like you said, you <laughs> That's said, you have the dance party. Oh yeah. You said, you said benchmark eight and it just kept going. Mark eight, 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 the entire time. <laughs> so, I want to need that clip, please. Oh yeah. That's if I'll definitely be able to cut it out, but, um, Hey bud, do you want to say hi real quick? No. All right. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I was getting at. I mean, everything, you know, Benchmark and Pappy, they all come through the same thing, right? And the price point isn't always indicative indicative to what's in the bottle. Yeah. But and that's and then you 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 don't even want to bring up secondary market. No, that's just oh, that's a whole fucking other story, man. That's fucking irritating. You want to get Kelly hot. Well, it's why oh, a yeah. goddamn bottle of Pappy. 22 years or 23 or whatever is going to be fucking $7,000 if you want it. Cause people will fucking pay it. Yeah. That's uh, a, a buddy of mine. Like I, I don't knock it at all. Uh, a buddy of mine, again, from uh, cigar geeks. Um, he's got a good connection where he's at. Um, and every year, like the, the, the store owner calls him first. Like they don't do a lottery. They just, call him when everything comes in and he gets first pick and uh like he'll get he'll get his uh, a couple different versions of pappy every year and you know yeah uh, if he gets two bottles of any of them uh he'll trade one bottle um and he'll generally get at least seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of cigars and or booze for right a bottle and that's one of the lower bottles of pappy you know and it's just it's it's unbelievable like what you could get for it and like right. I, I signed up for my first lottery this year i didn't even know i was going to because i didn't know the only reason i knew that uh, this place was doing a lottery was uh my buddy andrew told me about it and I, I didn't get drawn, so it doesn't matter. But it's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, if I get drawn, am I going to resell the bottle or am I going to drink it? And right. I, I don't know if I would be able to sell the bottle because I'm just too fucking curious to see, is it worth it? You know? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. You know, the pappies and stuff like that are, they're good. You know what I mean? It's a good fucking bourbon. There's no doubt about that. But it's not fucking $2,500 good. No. You know what I mean? There's not that much fucking difference between it. <laughs> he's peeking in. Uh, it and a $20 bottle or, or a $60 bottle. There's just, there's not that much difference. Nope. <laughs> How old is Kenny? Uh, he's five. Five. Yep. Oh, man. What's that like having a five-year-old and a one-month-old? Um, it's so far not bad. 
um, which he he can't hear you guys. I, I just it just dawned on me that he can't hear you guys. Um, but uh, <laughs> do do you want to put the headphones on, bud? No. All right. Um, he he's been pretty good. Like he's actually pretty good about helping out. Like if I if I'm sitting there feeding her, uh, he'll he'll grab the remote for me or he'll grab a, a pillow to put under my arm and you know like he's been pretty good about that. Um, now, I now you want him? Okay, can you come sit over here? <laughs> oh, actually, no, stay there because airflow is going this way. So right. He's like, yeah, you're talking about me. Now I want to hear what's yes. up. Yes. What, why are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, he, he's been pretty good. Uh, his only concern right now is uh, he doesn't want her slobbering on his toys. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which which she's not doing yet. So, yeah, completely understandable. Yeah. yeah once you start crawling around, you have a fight on your hands. Right. So, But he enjoys so far being a big brother. Yeah. You like being a big brother, bud? Yeah. You want to say it instead of shaking your head? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so far so good. Uh, I, I know it's not going to last, but I'll enjoy it while it does. Yeah, exactly. So Love you were saying your, your bro date, <clears throat> you're going to get the snip. So I'm assuming y'all have, y'all are just going to call it it too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, barring any accidents, you know. Was that plan or was it a, two came along you're like okay yeah that's enough um we weren't sure if we were going to have a second or not and then you know we we went back and forth with it for a while and then uh kenny kept making uh comments about wanting a a a sibling wanting a brother or sister so uh that kind of sealed it for us and you know it just what's up bud Remember all my jobs that I want to do? Yeah. Do you want to tell us what jobs you want to do? Yeah, I need to know. I don't know. I want to tell you the waiter. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Well, that's pretty anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Um, Later. But uh, about it. reevaluate my list. It just so happened that, like, right as we decided that, um, and uh, started trying, uh, all the the lockdown and all that started happening, and so um, we have a a planned coronial or quarantiner or whatever they end up getting called. Right. Uh, again, I don't want to sound like a like a hipster or anything but you know <laughs> we we were planning on having a baby before everybody else had accidents you know? right yeah. right but yeah that's the thing about you know the the lockdowns we were talking about that with somebody i think a lot of people had to like come to terms with their life you know what i mean like you can you can distract yourself with work and you know going to the gym or you know being a uh a member of like a pool tournament or whatever you can do all whatever you want in your, in your day to day. Right. But when you're forced to go, Oh no, get in this 1000 square foot area with the person you've chose to be with and those who you chose to procreate and have raised them to a certain way up to this point. Now live in it. 
hold on, bud. You got to wait your turn. You know, are you, are you really happy with the choices that you've made in your life? Right. And I think a lot of people had to sit with that over the last year. And ultimately I I think down the, you know, as we go down the road and into the future, that that's probably going to be a good thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Like they were forced to evaluate themselves and, I'm curious to see what the analytics one, five, seven, ten years down the road returns back from, you know, this, this crazy. I think, I do think you're going to see a spike in the divorce rate. I'm pretty sure there already is a spike. Like you can look at that graph 10 years from now and go, Oh yeah. Corona. Oh yeah. But all right, bud, you wanted to say something? Dad, I already forgot what it is. Oh. Yeah, I, I know the feeling, bud. I forget all the time. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Were you going to tell us your jobs? Not yet. Okay. Oh. Man, I'm like on my the edge of my seat. I got to <laughs> know what does he want to do with his life? Yeah, Terry wants to know. Do you want to tell her? No. Man. All right. Do you want me to tell her? A crane operator. Nice. Wants to be an astronaut. Oh yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> um brush the microwave. Like I'm over it. You want to be an archaeologist to find dinosaur bones? All right. Uh don't listen to Curtis. He's going to tell you they don't exist. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> you said, that. You said it earlier. Um, uh, let me see. That's four, right? No, that was three. Sounds to me like he needs to learn how to operate a crane on the moon. Well, that's what I was getting. If there was anything up there. That's yeah. what I was thinking about. An archaeologist crane operator on the moon. Yes, he could move the big rocks out of the way with the crane. Yeah. See, and, num- number four was a train engineer to drive the trains. They're going to need that on the moon, too. Well, yeah, and, you got the rock somewhere. And there's one more. I can't remember what the last one is. So, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember the last one that he wants to do, but. Um, big aspirations. Yeah. Wants to be like dad. Yep. So wants to go to the moon. That, that's that you know that's one of those things where, uh, you know we we butt heads quite a bit, mm-hmm. and you know whatnot, and uh, he could be a little jerk sometimes, but then he'll be like, I want to be a crane operator, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's all right, on the inside, all right, he, you know, he's he's digging at the heartstrings there, mm-hmm. you know, so. Well, and he's young enough still that he's like not doing it intentionally, right? Like oh yeah, being yeah. on it. Right. Yeah. But um oh, I don't know. I think uh might as well call it since he's not gonna give up the the headphones and I should probably try to get him back in the house. Right. So can you can you go back inside for a little bit, bud? No? No. <laughs> All right. I just want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all right, well, I guess that's it. Um, so check out uh, the Bearded Idiots. Check out What the Harmon. Um, oh, and- note on that when you were talking about earlier, if they have an interest in whiskey and they don't want to scroll through 
hours and hours of podcasts, they can go to our website. There's a link up there. It's called The Whiskeys, and they're listed by episode. So if there's a particular one you see on there, like, oh, yep, that's it. That's the one I want. It's all in a nice, compact. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, uh, I think the, and if it's, if you're looking for the general debauchery, uh, what is it? Episode 26 is probably where they should start. (sighs) Yeah. That's a, that's a a hell of a (laughs) one right there. Of course, I don't know. Jumping off spot. I mean, then they're expecting, I think that ex, that sets the expectation a little high. Our, yeah. our most popular episode right now is some, I uh, can't remember the number, but it, the title is Meat Eater. Yeah. It, oh, it, is that the one with the, with the vegan? Yeah, where we shit on Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. We, right? I don't know that we're the direct cause, but it was shortly after we went after her pretty hard that her whole ass Instagram went down yeah just, like they didn't take her away she shut herself down yeah and there was a huge thread <laughs> on her instagram based on a comment that we made about it and it was it was good stuff man yeah it's a good one but all right uh hopefully if all goes as planned then next week i'll be with uh kelly which is another third of the bearded idiots and coffee black um and like I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure we're going to be getting into some conspiracy theories and <laughs> shit like that. So bring a tin full of hats. Yeah, that, that, that should be fun. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys, thanks for the, uh, the random impromptu herf cast. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Well, maybe not anytime, but anytime that we're all available at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Usually so. the ideal moment. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, take it easy. Thanks. Right, you too. We'll see you. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right, there you have it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, And as mentioned uh, just a couple minutes ago, uh, next week I do plan on getting together with Kelly Sparks from uh, his YouTube uh, channel, uh, Kelly Sparks Unlimited Whiskey Reviews. Uh, He is uh, another third of the Bearded Idiots. And Coffee Black. Uh, Coffee Black is going to be joining us, and I I imagine we're going to be getting into some... uh, conspiracy territory and uh just general fuckery so hopefully that does happen as planned and uh we will we'll see you then thanks for listening